Fish Stripes Unfiltered. So we have Aram Layton of Just Baseball. My man, how are you? I'm very excited to have you. We've been wanting to have you for a while now. No, I appreciate it, man. I'm really excited. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Eli always comes up with these awesome concepts, and uh, I'm super pumped to be able to do this. Uh, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Eli, just take us away. <laughs> Welcome to – this is actually going to be the third edition of the Marlins – we used to call it the Marlins Dream Draft. I've, I'm kind of rebranding it. That felt a little cheesy. The Marlins Decade Draft, let's call it, where, as you'll see, what we're going to be doing is going head-to-head-to-head -to -head -to -head with you three, not me. I'm going to be producing it behind the scenes and, and make sure this all looks decent. But we're going to be making these fantasy rosters out of players currently in the Marlins organization. I feel it's a great way to like balance what we feel about the guys currently in the big leagues and um, those who are uh, next up in the farm system as well. And trying to find that balance and doing a, a fantasy draft. That's like a keeper league. We're not going to do any trades. I don't think we're going to be checking in on this uh, every year or for 10 years, but it's about basically making predictions about which of these guys you feel most bullish on moving forward and making them also fit together in a way that makes sense. So the general objective is assembling a roster based on guys that you think will have the most MLB success over the next 10 years. So we're making this draft on December, 2021. <clears throat> we want to look forward to 2022 to 2031, the next 10 years, which of these guys are going to pan out and which of the ones that are currently in the big leagues are going to keep it going, putting together your strongest team based on position by position. It's going to be 12 man rosters for each of you guys, picking a catcher, picking a first baseman, second base, third base, shortstop, three outfielders, designated hitter, a left-handed pitcher, a right-handed pitcher, and wild card to fill it out. Just any position, one last guy you want to squeeze onto the roster who, in addition to the, all those other set positions. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Looking at what we did in the previous draft where I did it alongside Daniel DeVivo and with Alex Carver. This was done in November 2020. I had the first overall pick. I had JJ Bleday, and we went from there where we each picked one guy at a time. 
um, on these three rosters, and we went 12 rounds deep, filling it all out, all the way from J.J. Bleday at uh, top. And the very last pick, believe it or not, was Yuri Perez before he had done anything in affiliated ball and we knew anything about him uh, whatsoever. And that just gives you an idea of, of how this broke down. Everybody from the old vets, Corey Dickerson, uh, I think, was Miguel Rojas in there? Or did we actually snub him out? We probably snubbed him out. But with some guys really deep into their careers versus others that had just been getting started in the first place. And these are the three teams we came up with. We threw it up on Twitter, and we got people's reactions to it. Uh, my roster was not very popular. And uh, as it turns out, really a couple picks that age pretty well. Sandy Alcantara in the fifth round, Pablo Lopez in the ninth round. But it's a pretty split balance between guys who had already been in the big leagues versus ones that hadn't debuted. But it's all up to you guys to, to balance uh, the way that you think it makes the most sense. So to start it off, we just wanted to set a draft order between you guys because we're going to go one, two, three, one, two, three through these rounds. And in order to set the draft order, I have a trivia question for you guys to determine who picks first, who picks second, who oh, picks no. third. All right. And so it's based on the 2021 Marlins season. It's something that uh, I don't think you guys know offhand, but to just prevent you guys from cheating, I'd like to see your hands raised in front of the screens to make sure that you're not opening up another tab and looking it up. Hey, Siri, open a tab. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no cheating. And uh, our, our question is going to be about, from the minor league system, how many wins did the Jupiter Hammerheads, Marlins low A affiliate, how many wins did they have this past season in 2021? Uh, you know, the season was a little shorter than it was usually, but some decent prospects on that team. They played all right. Kevin, going to you first, what is your guess for how many games the Jupiter Hammerheads won this past season? Man, you really had to choose the Hammerheads, huh? <laughs> if you would have had the Triple A team, that would have been easy, but I'm going to go 50. I'm going to go 55. Okay. I think that's decent. Arm, what's your guess? That literally was my guess. Um... I'm gonna go fifty-eight. And I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go fifty-one. <laughs> Our draft order is gonna be Arum number one overall, Kevin number two overall, <laughs> Isaac number three overall. Because oh, the correct no. answer was sixty-one wins. Was, I was gonna say high forties, and then everyone in the fifties. I, I was actually gonna say sixty-five, but then I switched it right oh. before we ended. So. And I would have gotten one, but and pretty conveniently, that's actually how I had it uh, lined up. Oh nope, I had Kevin. I need to move Kevin around. A little hope for me. Yeah, crap, man. Making <laughs> Eli switch it off. I said, "Come on, this is good. This is this was good warm up for uh, for the for the Jeopardies. Come on, dude. That's all. That's like a two thousand dollar question, man. Are you kidding me? How many games <laughs> did the Jupiter Hammerheads win? No, you guys were actually uh, pretty close, more so yeah. than I thought you guys would be with that trivia. So here we go. Again, we are picking guys. Eventually, you're going to have to fill out all these positions uh, with catcher, first base, second base, third base, shortstop, outfielders, DH, lefty pitcher, righty pitcher, oh. wild card. And uh, as I told Kevin and uh, Isaac already, just as like a guide um, on fan graphs, on roster resource, they have 
basically all the relevant players on all levels of the organization listed in there. For you to draft somebody, they have to be in the organization, right? You can't pick Lewis Brinson first overall. I know you want to, Arm, but you can't pick Brinson because he's a free agent right now. So I'm, the I'm only glad you let me know. Only guys that are currently under control with the Marlins organization right now. And again, looking forward to the next 10 years overall. So it's not necessarily ones that will play in the big leagues all 10 years. That's hard to do, but you want to strike that balance between ones that you think will be active for most of the next decade and will be still pretty productive at the next decade. And remember, take into account the position because you need to fill all those positions. And some of those positions are a lot deeper than others in this organization at the time. Final note, you know, once you pick somebody, it'd be great just to give a couple words as to why you're high on that player, why you like that player, because we want to make it a little informative for the viewers as well, not just playing out the draft itself, but making them understand uh, our expert opinions about why we think these players deserve to be picked and why we think that they're going to be successful moving forward. Sounds good. Let's go. So, Aram, you are on the clock. (laughs) <laughs> all right Rob Manfred oh shoot I honestly like didn't want to pick first now I'm... you want to switch you have, it? you have the whole organization yeah. that you could choose from I might trade my pick uh <laughs> no, let me think it's because okay I'll take you through my rationale for 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 like because I, I think this is somewhat what Eli was was talking about like obviously Sandy or Trevor are the are the far and away most valuable pieces on this on this team uh in the franchise but Offense is such a premium in this system, and there's so many arms. But uh, just just give me Sandy Alcantara. I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna go with Sandy. I'll figure it out with the bats. Uh, I knew that one. Was- I, we're not really expected to be. A, we're 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 expecting to be a pitching centric team. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm expecting to do moving forward here. Yeah, I, I expected you to go with that one. So I'm on the clock. You know, you, you, you have to look at this through 10 years. You can't just look at it maybe this year or next year. So that's why I'm going to go Max Meyer. This guy's right there on the cusp of the MLB. He's right there, man. And it makes so much sense to take this guy. You guys may think it's a crazy pick. I know there's Jazz, there's Jesus. There's all those guys in MLB. But, man, I'm really high on Max. He, he went career high for strikeouts in, in AAA. I think he can make this roster this year. I don't know when, but you have to look at it from 10 years from now. Where will Max Meyer be on the Miami Marlins? And he has a lot of control left. So, Max Meyer. Max Meyer is my pick. Isaac, you're out. You know, oof, like Aram said, there's a couple of pitchers that I could choose here. A couple of left-handed pitchers, actually, that I could go with. Um, but I think there's going to be just a, a lot of pitching left in the organization. So, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go offense here. I'm going to go Jesus Sanchez. Jesus Sanchez proved it a little bit here in 2021. And I, ha- I expect him to have a big year in 2022. Oh, I hope. Arum doesn't go with the guy I'm going to go with next year, but you're on the clock now. Wow, what a gift. It looks like I'm going to have legitimately the 2021 Marlins because I'm going Trevor Rogers. At the end of the day, I think it was a good decision. I said this on the Just Baseball show, actually, and and I think I mentioned it on the Locked on Marlins podcast I hopped on the other day. I think Sandy and Trevor can be among the best – pitching duo statistically this coming year that you'll see in baseball. Obviously, you've got Scherzer DeGrom. You've got a few other really good duos, but I think it's going to be hard to find a better duo than those two uh, in baseball outside of maybe two or three, uh, which I think kind of sets the Marlins up for success and sets my team up for success for the next decade. All right. I'm on the clock. 
the board's actually working out pretty well for me. I, I was not expecting you to go with Trevor here, but man, this this guy had a pretty good rookie year. He injuries bugged him a little bit, but this season seems like it's gonna be a big one. And I'm gonna go Jazz Chisholm Jr. here. Uh I think we're gonna put him at second base. His defense is a little bit iffy, but I think it could eventually work out for him. I, I know Alberica, the new infield coach, is gonna work out work with him a lot on making consistent plays. So yeah, Jazz Chisholm is my guy. Uh, and we're looking at this 10 years from now. I don't know where he'll be. I don't, I don't get any, anyone can make projections for 10 years from now. But at this moment, and for the next two years, he's going to be a big piece from the Miami Marlins. And it's a hand-picked guy from Derek Jeter. I know Isaac said that, I think, a couple shows ago when they made that Zach Gallen trade. And that was a high-risk, high-reward type trade because you were trading a top guy, Zach Gallen, who was doing pretty good for the Marlins when he was when he started off. And you got a guy in Jazz Chisholm who's worked out pretty well at the moment. Still a long time to go. Isaac, you're on the clock. And just revisiting that trade really quick, Gallon had just insane minor league numbers the year they got called up. And then he just, you know, dominated in the major leagues in his short stint with Miami. But it was such a surprising trade when it happened. For my second pick, I'm going to solidify some pitching, some young pitching. I'm going to go Yuri Perez for my second overall pick. Okay. It is 18 years old. The sky's the limit for that tall, lengthy kid. I think he's going to be a star. I think he could be in the major leagues by the time he's 20 years old. So I think he'll be he'll be with Miami for a very long time, and I think he'll be pitching near the top of that rotation for a while. I think this is a fun moment just to again look back on how different this draft was barely a year ago. This was yeah with me and Daniel DeVivo and Alex Carver, and we're we're not you guys. You know we have different what feelings about things, but uh, I I think that some of these picks were uh, Max Meyer and Jazz are the ones that of course are um, commonplace that they were. We were high on both those guys at this time last year, and they carried over in, in similar spots this time. But the fact that Sixto was a first-rounder, and I don't think uh, there was a whole lot of debate about that, uh, that Lewin Diaz, uh, that was a more bold pick that, that Daniel made there. That So I'm not surprised that he is still on the board. And then uh, Blade, J.J. Blay, a lot of ups and downs to the point where, you know, I expect you guys to pick him at some point, but clearly not someone that would be a 1-1 candidate uh this year for sure. And then unfortunately with BA coming off a, an injury real year with his shoulder um, again, we'll see whether or not he even gets picked in this draft, but certainly his stock is down compared to where it was <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. Seeing Isan Diaz and their Monte Harrison guys who most likely may not even be on the MLB team this, this upcoming season and BA in the second round. So yeah, Aram, you're on the clock, man. Third round. Okay. Obviously you need to go offense here. Uh, could go a little bit more established at the big league level, but I think I need upside on offense. I'm going to go Peyton Burdick. Uh, Peyton Burdick will be my pick. The The rationale here is I, I've, I talked about it with Eli. I remember, you know, when I went on the pod, but about how I am sold on what day's adjustments. I do think that he's kind of figured it out, but I, I like Burdick a lot. He can play center field. He can play all three outfield spots. Bode is going to be in a corner. I, I just like the athleticism. It's riskier, uh, but I think higher upside. Uh, I'm going to take a chance there offensively because I have to to make up for the uh, first two picks being pitchers in a system or org that does not have many bats to choose from. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is this is a hard pick. I, I, I think I want to go MLB here, and I think we have to go pitcher, but. I think it's too early for six, though. I think he could last a couple of rounds. Same thing with Eddie. I think Again, Kevin, I want to save you for yourself. Remember, now in this draft, 
it's it's pretty heavy on position players. You pick one right-handed pitcher, one lefty oh, pitcher, okay, and okay, it can okay. also be a wild card. The wild card could be a pitcher too. It probably will be a pitcher. Spoiler alert! Uh, with the state of this organization. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, that's probably a third pitcher in there, but just keep that in mind when you're filling out uh, these spots. I just noticed I have to get a lefty oh. or a position player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm, this is hard. It I'm is hard. Go... It's harder than I thought it would be, man. I know. I, I, I thought it was going to be like, I'm going to cruise through this. No, no, it's not. I am going to go, and I'm going to get maybe a position that may not be too much into depth for the Marlins. I think you may know where I'm going. I'm going to go Joe Mack. And 10 years. <laughs> you may be surprised, but come on. You're not going to see Jacob Stalins 10 years from now on the Miami Marlins. He's going to be holding a cane if he played catcher for the Marlins. Who else do oh, they have? Will Banfield? You'll hate my pick, but man. I'm trying yeah. to secure that catcher position, and for for third overall, I do I don't like that pick. I, I don't like. I, I could have gotten Nick <laughs> I could have gotten Peyton Verdick. You saw what he hit in rookie ball, right? You saw what he hit in rookie ball. I very much saw, but it was a very small sample size. Give him ten years. That's all I'll say. I'm going right. Joe Mark. Fair enough. Fair enough. You guys are very nice <laughs> guy. He gave me a session the other day. He's a very nice guy. Give him that. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, a player that Aram mentioned. I'm probably not as sold. As he is, but I think he's gonna be. He has a pretty high floor compared to the other outfielders in the system. I'm gonna go with JJ Blade for a third. I thought I think that's good value for you know Team Isaac over here. It's your first outfielder off the board. He can play center field. He's gonna make his major league debut most likely in this in 2022. So he's the guy I'm gonna choose. Aram, you're on the clock, man. Oof, God. Okay. My team's um, nasty. Dog. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with some more established offense here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Vicel Garcia. I'm gonna go Avi Garcia here for my other outfielder. Oh wow! Um, you know, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the signing in a vacuum, just given the years and the money. Um, but you know, he's a proven bat. Had a great year last year. Athletic guy that can play either corner, and you know. He's he's gonna he's gonna hit at the big league level at least at a decent rate and I need something more consistent and proven so Garcia it is. Alrighty, I'm on the clock once again. I'm gonna go pitcher here. I'm gonna check quickly. I do have one guy in mind because I know this guy is is up there with um with Watson. I mean not Watson. Uh, this other guy, Max Meyer. Um. Oh my God, where is he? Of course, uh, Avi Garcia was one of those guys that was not an option for us last year when I did yeah. this draft. Um, so that's one of the things that we'll be following is all the guys that I, I drafted I the, the previous time that are no longer eligible for this, and then all those who weren't eligible in the previous draft that obviously are deserving of going in this one. It's I'm going to yeah. go with my lefty pitch here. I'm going to get Jake Eater. I, I know he's on the Tommy John, okay. but man, 10 years from now, this guy, this guy really surprised me. He, he he got the he went to the futures game. He, he was really good in the minors. I think you give him this year off. He's gonna be rehabbing from the Tom John. You get him next year. Maybe gets the triple A, and then after you'll see him maybe in the big leagues. I'm gonna go Jake Eater. It's I don't yeah. think it's a steal or anything like that, but I need to secure the left-handed pitcher. And my only real other option was Jesus Luzardo, which I don't think I wanted to go with at the moment. So uh, that's yeah. I think it's time to go Jake Eater. It was fun. I got to see Eater throw five pitches um, in Colorado <laughs> for the futures game. It was really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know what kevin you actually mentioned who i'm gonna pick i'm gonna solidify that left-handed position uh left-handed pitcher spot 
he just his last start of the season, man. I think you really saw what he can be. Just going crazy. Um, wow. He's got all the potential in the world. I, mean, I think he's a far from finished product. Florida's own uh, Jesus Luzardo. He's going to be my fourth overall pick. And man, if, if all if all my players go right, bro, I feel like my team can be kind of glitchy. But I, I'm a big Luzardo guy. I know he really, really struggled an insane amount in 2021 and really so far in his major league career. But I think he just I, I, stuff, you, can't, you can't teach his stuff. So I, I think he is high potential. I didn't think he would have gone this round, but yeah, I guess he did. Uh, Aram, Aram, you're on the clock. Uh, Eli, can you remind me how many I need at every position? So okay, like, how many outfielders do I take again? It's going to be three, three outfielders. outfielders. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to go, this is still a little bit risky, but you know, I really like what I saw. I have this weird attachment to him oh. after I like, you know, picked him as a target and weirdly it was the exact trade that ended yeah. up going down. I'm going to go Brian De La Cruz. I, I Brian knew. De La Cruz. I High floor guy can play again. I'll play all three spots. He's a good athlete. Worst case scenario, he's a replacement level outfielder for me. I got the best pitching in baseball right now. Come on, so I'll take it. Man, I I, I was gonna go De La Cruz. I'm not gonna lie. I was really between him and another, and a couple other guys, but we're gonna go here. Um, I need a shortstop. I need a shortstop. I don't know how far these got. Oh, he's pretty far. Never mind. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Garrett Cooper. I, I think it's gonna. I think he could have fell a little bit more, but I'm gonna take him now, and I'm gonna put him at DH. I think that's where he best plays. You don't, don't want to stick him in short, man. I may have to. I wish Alfaro was on the board. I could have put him at pitcher, but um, <laughs> let's get Cooper for right now. I like him at DH. Uh, I know Baseball America somehow is really high on this guy for 2025 at the, at the DH, but I don't. I, maybe maybe we don't see something that they see. But yeah, let's go Cooper at DH. That's where he best fits. I, I don't like him at first base for some reason. Gets injury prone. We saw 2020 how it went for him at the DH. Dominated. So, yeah, Cooper's my pick. Isaac, you're on the clock. Um, I'm going to go with my wild card selection here. It's going to be a pitcher. It's going to be the young one. I was in between either this man or Pablo, but just based on age and upside and floor, to be honest, even though both, both of them have injury history, I'm going to go with Sixo Sanchez for uh, – for my fifth overall, I think I know at the fifth round it's a pretty good selection. I don't know why I, I do know why everyone's a lot of people are down on the guy, but I, you just people forget, man, how how crazy his stuff can be. And you know, just that combination of velocity and location is just incredible. So he's gonna be my fifth round pick for a while. Eli, Eli, I just want to ask we need to get a reliever, correct? No, no, doesn't have to be a reliever, right? Oh, hand pitcher, my, left hand my reliever, dog. And uh, I think the first version of the draft we did a reliever, but then now that I think about it, I mean that's uh, like that's not very sexy, is it? If, if we want to look forward ten years, we want to draft guys that we think are going to be starters. And uh, at the end of the day, talking about guys that will have the most substantial big league careers. So that's why I, I tweaked it based on uh, earlier uh, versions of the draft. Yeah, the only reliever I had yeah. in mind was Bender at the moment. So, Aram, you're on the clock, man. Yeah, Isaac uh, satisfied the Instagram influencer box too, so he, he's all set there. Um, okay, I'm I'm looking. I need infield. I need infield, but so do the Marlins. Uh, <laughs> give me about five seconds here until I panic. It's like you know when you're at the restaurant and you don't know what you're gonna get, and then you just wait for the waiter to get there, and then you just panic order. Like that's where I'm at right now. Um, oh no. 
I think that's how you I picked what? John sure. Birdie. Last year, I picked John Birdie. As a <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the panic order. Um, I'm going to go, you know what? I'm going to go wild card, Pablo Lopez. It's too no. much value. This guy's younger than Eliezer. He's younger than Elliot. He's, I, I know there's some too. shoulder issues, but he seems to come back from a he came back last year, you know, which which I think really makes me more confident in him moving into next year with a couple of solid starts. Velo is back. He looked good. Uh, clearly, the Marlins need to manage his workload. I think they got to be a little careful with him. But, you know, he, he was healthy for a majority of the year and came back. I'm going to bet on his health as my third arm. And, and again, that trio is, is outrageous. <laughs> Even if we were yeah. picking from all of Major League Baseball, that's a sick trio. And, uh, I mean, I only need to score like one run a game here, I think, with, with this team. Yeah. So. I'm pretty pumped on this. Man, you, you, you're making this extremely hard now because there's no more outfielders now. And well, obviously there is just not as many guys as I guess I would wish. So, man, even though I, I would have to take one now because there's not many. I don't think anyone has taken the, the one first baseman that we could take here. But, man. Riley man, May hands on the board. Riley May. I'm going to go Lewin Diaz at first base. No, really, really the only other big time first base for the Marlins that that we could think of. He had a pretty solid season for the Marlins, and a lot of up and down, but and from the minors and the majors. But he he ended it off pretty well. He had that one game in Wrigley where he went off. He had a good game in Baltimore. Those are the ones I could recall at the moment. But yeah, let's go lay one at first. Isaac, you're on the clock. Could I ask a question to like you guys to help me sure. make this? Who do you guys think is closer to the big leagues, Jose Salas or Khalil Watson? No comment. Why, why would we help you, man? Come on. Salas, I'll, I'll help you. Sorry. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I'm going to go with – and I think so, – I loved Salas. Where he went yard in the development <laughs> camp that I was covering. That guy's a god, bro. I'm going to go with Jose Salas. Venezuelan, Daniel Alvarez would love me for that one. Jose you didn't ask me who's going to stick at shortstop, though, and I don't think I Salas didn't is. Ask, so. You're right. I didn't ask you. I just want to know who's going to be in the big leagues quicker because, who you know – I, I will go with Salas, though. For, uh, we were just talking about that right before you joined off-air, Aaron. We were, I, I was just telling Isaac all these shortstops that they have and, and like, which one's going to go to third base or second base because they have they have barely any third base step. Second base step looks a little bit iffy as well. And they have Ian Lewis, Watson. Who's the other guy? Salas, Nassim, Nassim Nunez, Yedi Cape, who's still a very long time away. But, yeah, some guys are to consider. moving. Yeah, I think Salas is destined for third. Um, and I yeah. think the back can handle it there. Yeah, Isaac, what position are you putting him at? Shortstop. He said it already. All right. I did say shortstop. Just double check. I was going to choose Salas. I have when I chose Eater, but I, I, I held off. I didn't know how long he was away from. All right. You're on the I'll clock, Aaron. Back around to me. Shoot. Yep. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Once again, another time to reflect on how the first half of the draft went. Last time, Isan somehow snuck into the first half last year. Griffin Conine filled out uh, the that first part of the draft as well. And Jorge Alfaro, yeah. I mean, our success rate last year was not great. But different story this time around. Go back to the go to last year's really quick. I'm sorry, Eli. Maybe you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> The Alfaro Harrison Isan Diaz trio is something. <laughs> it's Miami's big three. Um, 
Wow. Gonna, you know what? Again, Daniel, I'm going for it now. I want a championship now. Uh, my pitching is built to win now. Uh, my prospects are big league ready. And I'm going to just go all in. I'm going to go Jesus Aguilar, uh, who's going to play first base for me. You got to show love to me. Guy's 31 years old. He could give me five quality years. I'll move him to DH. Uh, I think he's going to age well. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna give me enough years. I was thinking about taking this guy, but I think he could wait. Actually, all these guys could actually wait a couple rounds. What do I need? A shortstop? I'm gonna go Kolo Watson. Give me give me give it to me a shortstop. Uh, uh, I think these I these outfielders the best, are best out of the infield of all time, bro. I was gonna go Kolo. Uh, I I I think I could wait with a couple of these outfielders that I have. So it makes sense to get Kolo Watson. Absolute steal by the Marlins in the 2020 draft. They picked him up at what 16 was it? So yeah. he fell, and the Marlins took the best guy on the board, and that was Khalil Watson. Makes a lot of sense to get him here. Could be a big time guy for the Marlins in 10 years when Miggy Rojas is either the manager or he's retired from the Marlins. Isaac on the clock. Well, I need a I need a catcher, so um, I'm gonna go a little <laughs> a little weird here. I'm gonna go Bennett Hostetler for my catcher. And I, he's not listed as a catcher on Fangraphs, but we all know he's going to be a catcher for a while. So that's my choice. He got the best braces in all of minor league baseball. Nice kid, and he he looked the part. And he, he can swing the bat, so I think he's going to be an offensive-minded catching option for me. I'm going to go back to Aram with the. I, I like that pick a lot. I, he he can swing it. I like Hostetler a lot. Saw him in the Cape. Yeah. Saw him when I went out to uh, Low A watch a game. I think it was his first game. He he's a good athlete. He can swing it a bit and. Uh, the Rays did that with Ford Proctor, and I think he can swing it better than Proctor. So, I mean, we'll see how he how he starts defensively, but he's starting it earlier in his professional career, and and I like it for the Marlins. I like it for Hostetler. It's a smart move for both sides, and uh, good pick. Good pick there. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go young here now, bolster the system a little bit. Um, I'm going to go Yiddy Cap. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good um, one. I think he's going to stick it short. I like the bat. Yes, he's 19, but I think he's he's pretty polished for a teenager. I think he'll climb relatively quickly. Um, and, you know, I've, I've, I've got offense right now. Uh, so that, that's what I'm going with. All right. Man, uh, these outfielders that I want to take, they could wait a bit. But <sighs> I'm sorry, Isaac. I think you know where I'm going to go with this one. I'm taking Cody Morissette at third base. Oh, that's fine, bro. That's fine. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to It'd be like, you know, sort of like a, like a gift pick. Like a I know he's your guy. I, I was actually between guy, two guys. I'm, I'm between two guys, but I'm going to go with Morissette, who is a little bit more established. You talk wonders about this guy, and I need a third base. I don't want to go Brian Anderson because he's a little bit iffy on the injuries, and I don't know what his future holds with, with the Marlins. Well, so. you, well, you know what? My, my good friend, my co-host, I'm going to go with – the sex god, Brian Anderson, my third baseman. That is the pick, man. I don't know how you didn't choose him. Brian Anderson, we forget that he's been an above-average offensive player every year of his career. I think minus one of them, which was a really injury-shortened season. He brings so much value in a myriad of different ways. I think if he comes back and has a great year, we mentioned the lack of infield depth in the system, especially in the higher minors. He has a couple of good seasons. Maybe he's someone the Marlins want to keep for a while, but he's the guy. Brian Anderson is I would have. I made. I, I like the pick, obviously, freaking BA. But man, these those injuries and and when he this past season just really I don't know made me iffy on the guy. 
obviously he's probably going to be the starting third baseman this season opening day because we don't really have much. If he's fully healthy and I see Joey Wendell yeah. starting at third base, I'm going to go live it. Oh, I'm just sure. saying. He's Wendell. fully healthy. If Brian Anderson is healthy and he's not starting, I'll be I'll be irate. And B.A. did have a great 2019. We we, we all forget about great that. 2018 and 2019. Yeah, he, he was, I would say, one of the best players on that team, for, undoubtedly. And we'll go right back to RM with the uh, – the ninth round pick, we we kind of flew by this. Okay, so I need what? I need second base, catcher, and then is there is there a way that I can draft an outfielder? I guess theoretically DH, I could do that. Yeah, so. yeah, you could put anybody at DH. Oh, no, you can steal my much. guy, bro. Shit. I think I know who he's going with this. Oh no. I'm looking looking at Isan Diaz right now. You know. <laughs> I need I a second baseman, but I'm trying to make the decision. Here, here's the tough decision I have to make. As you look at the team, it's like a lot of older guys. I just balance it out with a young guy. I'm talking about a decade here, so you know I gotta I gotta balance it out a little bit. But I also I want to win a championship right now. So Miggy Rowe is he's only gonna give me like two years, three years. I, I think he's gonna start slowing down. Ah. Uh, Lorenzo Quintana, remember that guy? No idea why we never saw him. No idea why we never saw him, unless he's just the worst catcher ever. Um, Brigman, while I still can, he's going to be gone. But uh, second baseman, sorry, give me five more seconds here before I have a panic attack. Uh, Wendell is 32 by the time the season starts. Birdie... 32 and was hurt the whole year. Like we're, we've hit that part of the draft, I guess. Um, hmm. Riley Mayhem still on the board. <laughs> Kobe Vance, new addition. Victor Victor could be your DH. Oh, Victor Victor, he could be the DH because you know I, I, I. It's not about the glove with him. I want the bat. Um, so right, exactly, exactly. Um, I'm gonna go Jose Devers. Is he gone? Damn, bro. No, no, was was great pick. Pick. Great Why is he fantastic. still on the board? Yeah, I completely. He was gonna be my pick. That was a fantastic pick. At, at second base, you want or DH or second base, probably right. DH bat first guy. Now put him in second base. I'm good with that. <laughs> Man, I wish I could phone Alex Carver right now. That'd be that'd be clutch. Dude, Devers was my choice. Good one, bro. Fuck. I, I need outfielders, and I think that's where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tanner Allen. I I, I like the guy. He seems like pretty good, and I don't know this guy. I don't know. I, I I talked. I spoke to Alex Carver a while back about this guy. He said he really liked him. Let's yeah, no, that, that kid rakes. I, I played with a couple guys that in my high school, and they played with him in college. And that kid just he he flat out hits. He I know he didn't perform that great in his professional debut, but yeah, I think he'll be a solid. And solid I do, guy. and I do need to start getting some outfielders. So I I I looked there. I was between another guy, but he he didn't. I don't think he's played at all. So. Yeah, we'll we'll start off with Tanner Allen. You know what? I need an outfielder as well. Burdick is gone. Only need one more. Oh, that's right. I have two outfielders. I'm sorry. Um, and I also need a uh, second baseman as well. I was going to go Devers. Thank you very much. You know what? I'm going to go upside here. I'm going to go with Aram's boy. I'm going to go Griffin Conine. Sorry, my man. I, I need him, bro. I need my last outfielder, the left-handed hitter, 65 home runs. Let's do it. 
I knew that was coming at either for Aram's next next pick or the one where he chose Devers. I knew that was coming at. Some I was point. I was I was gonna take I was gonna take Griff next pick. I was gonna take him with my. He's gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be pissed. You took right, nine man. guys before me. <laughs> not letting him see this. Um, I'm not letting. Him see I'll make sure to tag him. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he actually uh, I I like the pick a lot. Um, he's been grinding. Marlins had like a hidden camp recently too, um, where a lot of those guys were out there. Tanner Allen was swinging it well. Uh, and there's another guy that I think could swing it pretty well uh, that I think we're going to kind of be clued into uh, this coming season. And I just, I, I think I can get him later though. So I'm not going to do it yet. Actually, I was about to say it and I'm like, wait, there's no way. Um, I could also go with Jared Pettit. Um, <laughs> Andy Pettit's son, yes. but a little early for that, I think. Um, Just to reset so that our, our audience knows what's left on the board, three rounds left. Arm needs a third baseman, a DH, and a catcher. Kevin is looking for uh, two outfielders and a wild card, and Isaac is looking for a first baseman, second baseman, and DH. Okay. Um, third baseman. You said any third baseman, DH, and a catcher. Third baseman, DH, and a catcher. Currently looking at. Um, yep. Yep. He's interesting. Uh, I'm going to go with the most hated man in the Marlins organization. Oh, no. Which I'm totally making up, but it, Bryson Brigham. Oh, okay. Okay. Bryson Brigman's going to play third base for me. No, I'm saying that because I have no idea why he wasn't called up, and I'm just going to assume no, that. No, you didn't know. It's because of his defense. There's something bro. they don't like. It's because of, of the defense. Yes, the defense. Yes, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very worried about the defense. I hope we'll figure it out over there. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go Brigman. You know, and while I can, because, frankly, he's going to be gone. He's going to be taken in the Rule 5 draft once that yeah. happens. And uh, so i got to pick him while I can. Man, I don't know why for like a split second you were going to take Alex Jackson since you don't have a catcher, but thank God he didn't. Um, I'm going Victor Mesa Jr. I need another outfielder. He had That's a good season with the uh, – I know you're going to take Victor Victor, but um, – oh, no, you already have three out. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He had a pretty good low, low A season. I, I, I'm always confused which one's the better one, and I may have taken the wrong one. But <laughs> Yeah, you always choose it. No, you took the right one. I, pro I probably took the wrong one. Hopefully I think I both of them are going to end up being not that good, but especially Victor Victor is going to be definitely not like, you know, Victor Victor's a bad no. one. All right. Victor, Victor Jr. Victor Jr.'s got some, he's got some elite bat speed. Obviously he's got some approach issues. He's got some, some things yeah. with the swing. He's got to work out, but it's not even close to me. I, I, <laughs> took, a picture. I took a picture close. with one of them. And to this day, I still don't know which one that is. So just yeah, so you yeah. have a, it was like 2020. He was right yeah. there and I took the picture. I don't know which one it was. So, yeah. Who's Victor? Uh, Isaac, you're on, the, you're on the clock. My first baseman will be Troy Johnston, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I like it. Good I, one. I needed a first baseman, had a solid showing in the AFL. That I, I, My team is actually coming together pretty nicely, actually. So, All right. You're on the clock. Is oh, Devin Marrero still available? Yeah, no, or he's not like a free agent. Unfortunately, a free agent. Yeah. Oh, damn. Rats. He'll find his way back. He'll find his way back home. Uh, 
All right. So I need a DH oh, and I need a catcher, correct? Correct. Uh, what do I need? I need a second baseman. Ooh. I don't know if you know. Oh, I really don't like this guy. So I'm not... One of you guys is going to take him, and I'll just let you guys take him. I'm just not a big fan. Um, oh, this may be my next pick now that I think of it. Um, this is this is tough. This is really, really tough. Wait, Eli, I'm missing a second baseman and what else? A second baseman and your DH. DH, DH. All right, I'm going to go. might be a little early, but I'm going to go with a guy that I'm actually really high on um, relative to, you know, where he's where he's ranked and good catcher who can swing it a little bit. Sam Prater. I think he's going to climb pretty quickly. Good left-handed bat out of Alabama. I think people sleep on him a little bit. He's going to hit. He's going to swing it this year. Isn't he a righty, Sam Prater? Is he a righty? Whatever. Yeah, Sam Prater. (laughs) I don't know. I have it around here, but. I think he is righty, but this is this is hard because I do need another outfielder. I could go corner. I could go, and, and I know who I'm going with because I, I I also need that wild card, and that, I think that's where it's going to be difficult for me. I'm going to go Osiris Johnson. Uh, for what good outfielder. outfielder? He came back. He was okay. I know he was out for two years, but man, I I, I don't know how he's still on the board. I know he. You guys have taken. I know Isaac took Blood Day and took uh who was the other one. Blade Jesus and Griffin, so that's maybe the best outfield we have now. Then we have Brian De La Cruz, Avisa, and Peyton Burdick, which is another incredible outfield. We may have the worst one, but you look at it 10 years from now, it could be pretty good. And uh, Isaac, you're on the clock with uh, the second Just because roster. I don't think anyone is going to choose one of the guys that want to pick, so I'm going to go with the last remaining DH guy for me, Javar Encarnacion. I know he had a really down year in in this year in 2021, but I, I still have high hopes for him at either first base or DH. I don't really, see, I know he has a cannon of an arm, so we'll see if he gets any outfield reps. But he was the, he was definitely one of the better offensive guys left on the board. All right, you're on the clock here, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, that's that's who I was like thinking about. And I was just like, ah. I don't, but at this point, not a bad pick. Yeah, I think that just um, the power is there a little bit, but. Yeah. For DH, for DH, that was gonna, that was gonna be my guy. All right, I need a DH. Gosh, um, DH. What round did what round did uh did Cooper go? Yeah, yeah Cooper went yeah, way way earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, yeah, wait. No one took Nick Fortes. Why? Why did I? I take gonna, well, I, I was surprised no one took Nick Fortes. I might DH him. Guy's the best hitter I've ever seen in my life for a week. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Could I DH Pablo? uh, Could could Pablo Lopez also be my DH? (laughs) Guy rakes. I could have sworn he was going to go yard in the last game of the season. I just didn't, you know, I forgot he was going to only go one inning to inning. I can't wait till he goes yard. If he, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get a pinch hit opportunity here or there, even if there's a universal DH. I know, like he will at some point. Yeah, with the way um, this roster gets constructed, he will. Tristan Pompey enticing, dude. No, uh, I, I don't like that guy. <laughs> After the post, no, not only the post, but just like you know, his he's actually been one of the worst. I know who I'm going with. Minor leagues. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. 
this is this is definitely this is definitely a tough spot. I'm gonna lean. You know what? Screw it. Give me Miguel Rojas. Okay. So, and I'll swap him positionally. Can I swap him? Or once it's in, it's in. Hmm. That's a good right. question. I suppose you could swap it because everybody else they had their opportunities to draft him. Um, yeah, who do you want to switch him with? I'm gonna swap him with uh, with Cap, I guess. Right? Like, I don't know. I, it's kind of weird. Like, what is it? Maybe swap him with Brigman. Uh, yeah, Brig. You know what? Brigman's defense allegedly sucks, and and I really trust the Marlins organization on that one. And I'm going to put Bryson Brigman at the DH spot. Um, it's definitely what, what it was. Alrighty. So it's my wild card pick. I, I could go anyone on the board at this point. I do have five guys right now. Yeah. Well, well think, think about it for a few seconds while I give the audience arms full roster. He went with Sandy Alcantara on the first rounds, Trevor Rogers in the seconds, Peyton Burdick, Avasail Garcia, birthday boy Brian De La Cruz. We're recording this on his 25th birthday. Pablo Lopez, Jesus Aguilar, Yidi Cape, who he likes to call Cap for some reason. Pronounce the E at the end, Cape. Jose Devers, Bryson Brigman, Sam Prater. That may have been a mistake, but oh, and Miguel Rojas. All right, so I have my guy, but and it's wild card, but I'm going to name the five guys I had in mind. Evan Fitter. Dak Fulton, Evan, um, Zach McCambly, George Soriano, which the stats impressed me, and Jazz Boy Ian Lewis. They're all good prospects to me. I'm going to go with Dax Fulton. That's my wild card pick. Surprised he didn't go earlier. And, and he was up there, not up there with Fury, but they were in the same level. He was okay this season, but man, his future looks pretty bright in, in the ML, wherever he goes if he gets the for that big time outfielder, which it could happen or, or whoever it is. But I, I was, I was about to go Ian Lewis, but man, after I saw Dax Fulton on that list, uh, I'm, I'm going to go Dax. Isaac, I'm surprised, was, I'm surprised Dax Fulton wasn't traded. Yeah. Not um, yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. He, will, he probably will be. <laughs> yeah. He, um, all right. Well, all I needed was a second baseman and there's a lot of guys I wanted to go with. I wanted to go with one of my personal favorites, Christian Rodriguez, but, they're just the numbers aren't there. I know I love to swing so much, but it, I, it'd be malpractice to not go with my other Bahamian prince, Ian Lewis, for my second base mm -hmm. position. And that, I think, solidifies the infield, solidifies my whole team, and I'm very happy with, with my squad. I think all of these guys are primed for pretty big 2022s. And that does it. That is um, the draft. And the first one, hopefully. <laughs> Isaac, I totally blanked out. Who did you draft? Ian, Ian Lewis. Lewis. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, I can't believe I didn't take Nick Fortes. Oh. I just like forgot about him. It was yeah, between, it was between Hostetler and Fortes for me, but I just don't think Fortes is gonna get a lot of playing time. I don't see it in the next three years at least. I hope Fortes is the backup, but he probably won't be. So, so Fortes was just a, it was like an awkward position, you know. Maybe they trade him. Who knows? Full full transparency. Team. Full transparency. Like we were so deep into this one. Normally, I'm I'm making the picks, especially prospect wise, on stuff that. Like guys I've seen, guys I've checked the data on, like batted ball data, whatever, some of the back end stuff. Uh, but once we got to 11, I was just like, what name sounds the most familiar? And 
actually from hitting from hitting camp, excuse me, Griffin shot me a text and was like, this Sam Prater kid can swing it. So I was like, all right, whatever. We'll see it. So, um, yeah, so we're, that that one's that one's a Griff sponsored pick, but you know, he, apparently Prater can swing it, so I'm, I'm trusting him on that one. I've I'm actually go heard Eli from my, one of my friends who plays in at St. Thomas right now. I've actually heard his name before, Sam Prater. Other than like doing stuff with fish stripes, I've heard his name by a couple guys. I, I want to ask Eli this. You know, from each team, which is I guess the most surprising pick, and it could be where they went, the player. And who are the guys that are still technically on the board that we didn't choose that you're surprised well, to go? Well, first, let's recap your team and Isaac's team for the people listening to us. This is yep. going to be on YouTube, and I'm sure a lot of people are watching. But for those just listening on the pod feed, Kevin's team, Max Meyer, Jazz Chisholm Jr., Joe Mack, Jake Eater, Garrett Cooper, Lewin Diaz, Khalil Watson, Cody Morissette, Tanner Allen, Victor Mesa Jr., the good one, Osiris Johnson, Dax Fulton. <laughs> Isaac went with Jesus Sanchez, Yuri Perez, JJ Blade, Jesus Lazardo, Sixto Sanchez, Jose Salas, Bennett Hostetler, newly converted, Brian Anderson, Griffin Conine, Troy Johnson, Gerard Encarnacion, and Ian Lewis, Mr. Irrelevance, going with the last overall pick, number 36 overall. Ian Lewis could be a home run derby champion by the time people listen to this because over the weekends in the Bahamas, he's competing in um, that annual home run derby that goes on over there. I, I, I follow that thing more closely than most people. It's a very niche event. But Same thing with Miguel Rojas. He's competing in that, correct? Him and Jazz and uh, some other guys that are further down the prospect Brinson list. Too, right? Brinson is the defending champion, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. From the last right. time I checked. So I was surprised that Nick Fortes wasn't drafted. Um, no, that was just my bad. That was totally my bad. I just had Sam Prater. I was I was locked on Sam Prater, even though I said the wrong name. All three of you guys had an opportunity to draft him. I'm, I mean, as much as Hosteller had a really interesting year, I don't know how long it's going to take him to reach the bigs if he's learning this entirely new position. And, I mean, with Fortes, he's in that sweet spot where we've seen a little bit of him in the big leagues, and he's shown interesting potential. And uh, he's you could think that he's going to get some opportunities, whether it's at the start of the season or as the season goes on. Like, um, he could be spending most of the next decade in the big leagues, whether or not he's a starter or backup or even a replacement level player, we don't know. But that seemed like a pretty safe pick, so I was surprised to see him not go anywhere. Yeah, I went into this draft expecting to pick Nick Fortes as my catcher, but I just saw Hostetler and I, I, I went with that guy. I, I wanted Joe Mack because. Yeah, that, the biggest surprise to me is Joe Mack third. I know. I yeah, that's the biggest surprise. Is not even close. Yeah. I, I like, know. Holy shit, the faces that yeah, you guys made when I said old. Joe Mack, I was like regretting the pick right away. But man, and like Jake Eater for honest Kevin, I love you to death, but I don't love your team. I mean, Jake Eater, come on, he, he was. Like, not he be, oh, dude, no, he's gross. But like you know, I, you guys probably would have taken him in the lower rounds, and like I don't know, Khalil Watson surprised me. He went all the way at seven. Cody Moore said, I thought you were going to take him pretty at some point, so I wanted to snag him. Nah, I'm you, surprised you Tehran didn't take Griffin Conan earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely make sure they tag him so you can watch that exact clip. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I thought Dax Fulton was going to go earlier. I, I don't know. There's a lot of guys that I I'm a little surprised that Joey Wendell, who was an all-star this past year, whatever that's worth, uh, didn't go anywhere. And the fact that he plays – every infield position too. Like he could have squeezed him in at second or short or third. So I'm surprised that he didn't go. Whereas more set went and 
Uh, I mean, even Miguel Rojas. I mean, are we sure that Mickey is going to have a better remaining career than Joey Wendell? I, oh, maybe, third, maybe, but I'm not, you know, 100% sure about that. I think uh, him and I think Rojas and Wendell. I took Rojas for the leadership. Option. You put him at third. I, yeah, thought I took Rojas for the leadership. Okay. <laughs> if I remember correctly, yeah, we snubbed. Chad Wallach. We, we snubbed him entirely from the previous draft. So that was. Look, we're to have him one on this draft. Uh, oh, no, wait. I'm looking at the wrong one. Dude, um, oh, I was, I was tripping. Never mind. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Wait, can you show us the, the other one? Just uh, I guess we could compare them. Yeah, yeah you see, that's what went round three. Braxton Garrett, look at guys like that. Nassim Nunez, Connor Scott, Osiris. How times have changed. Dax Fulton. Yuri Perez was the wild card pick, and Edward Will Banfield's going fourth. What is Alex doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> was Victor Victor and Will Banfield? What the hell is he smoking, man? Who's Nick, who's Nick Ready? Lewis Brinton, too? <laughs> Holy. Yeah, Alex's team is brutal. Bro, well, well I mean, you can't laugh at all of them. I mean, in the last pick, picking up Yuri Perez before we'd ever seen the Miners, that redeemed a lot of it. Nick Reddy was coming off a, an okay 2019. I think that's I'm why. sorry. I, I, I thought that was kind of a joke. I didn't actually know who Nick Reddy was. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, um, Monty Harrison went pretty high. I'm surprised how, Sandy wasn't first or at least second overall. That's what Eli, I'm saying. How, I believe he lasted five rounds. Eli, how'd you let somebody else take Harold? I was really – if you listen to the pod, I was really stressing over it. I wanted to fit him in really badly. I just didn't think he was good moving forward. You know, I mean, ultimately, you got to be honest with yourself about what happened. And if you look at the way this season played out and you know, getting traded for – waived and then got traded for cash considerations more recently, like, it's not looking great for him, even though he is a legend in a Colombian winter ball right now. But in terms of Major League Baseball performance, you know, there's – I, Surprise I was no just being honest with myself. Surprised no one took Stallings. He's only 31. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit too much, but yeah, he's about to turn 32. And oh, okay. does age pretty quickly, but there was a case for him too over Joe Mack. I'd say if you were locked on, you were choosing between Joe Mack. <laughs> I, I know, and, I know, I took Joe Mack way too early. It was, I, th I think it was more that I took him way too early, more than well, the pick. But no, man. He's, he's a highly rated prospect. It's just that we know that he is a long way away from reaching the the majors. At least four years, dude. Yeah, so even in a best case scenario, does, man, does like this count when you when we talk about the minor leaguers for the draft? Does it count their success in the minor leagues, or is it no, just major no, league success? No, 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 no. That's all, that's all development, and that's good times. But ultimately, yeah, we're we're forecasting that they'll do in the majors. Yeah, yeah maybe he comes up uh, earlier than we all expect. Is uh, Stallings? I think I think so. If the three teams, I think Aram clearly has the best team just based on the pitching alone. Like, are you kidding me with the pitching? But I, I, I'm a, I'm a close second, bro. I think I would, I would go face to face with that shit. My first, were, my first two are good. After that, it's no, yeah, Kevin. I don't love your team, Papa. Cooper's good. Lewin's good. I like, I like the. Osiris I'm surprised team. you chose Cooper before Lewin. You know, like Lewin at least has Gold Glove defense at first. You, none yeah. of you guys took him until I, I was going to choose Lewin. Can, oh, can I, can I release Prater and sign Fortes in free agency? Sure. I, I, I would I would trade Lewis or release Lewis and sign Joey Wendell maybe. I would move Mac to, lower into my list just. But so what, Lewis just had like a surprisingly good year in rookie ball, you know. So I, I I wanted to take Lewis with the wild card pick, and I I was thinking about taking him at a short, but in this system you have for your wild card pick it has to be a pitcher. You can't go not. That's why I went. That's why I went with a. Oh, we all went pitcher. I just noticed. For, yeah, you have to for the wild card, of course. 
only issue is you guys. Eddie Cabrera didn't considering go. Jordan Holloway, man, for like a wild card spot. Right? I, I, I know just, Edward, Cabrera, just, Edward Cabrera wasn't picked. Edward Cabrera, which is crazy. Yeah, he wasn't picked. I just noticed. I was about to say, wow. I need to write him on my list. Wow, there's a lot of guys. I had him on my like my board thing. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go Edward Cabrera at some point, but I guess I missed him completely. I went Dax Fulton. Yikes. Yeah, uh, who did draft the best team? I I I want to know from the from the viewers, the, the listeners. I'll probably put a poll on Twitter once the uh this uh this pod comes out on Saturday. Uh, I'll get a picture of the uh the teams, and then we'll uh, we'll make a poll to see who has the best one. Obviously, I think the best team, in my opinion, is our, our, um, Isaac second, and I'm a close third there, or a close second. But man, that I'm, I'm so uh, that that Joe Mac pick may may haunt me in the future. Just knowing that took him in round three of what twelve rounds. Yeah, I could have taken Nick Fortes too. So I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, there's not much to talk about in news wise. I wish there was, but not really, man. We're doing the Jeopardies. You guys should tune into those. We're doing those. I think at, at the moment every Wednesday. There's a Google form you guys could sign to, to join that. Uh, it'll probably be, link- I think it's linked in the Instagram bio. We post, I post it from time to time. Eli posts it from time to time on Fish Stripes Twitter. So, yeah, I don't know if you, any of you guys have uh, any last words on draft or, or any Marlins related topics. Well, Stripes. this was my first time. I do remember keeping up with it before I ever joined Fish Stripes and like seeing it on Twitter. And I was like, oh, this looks like it's like a really fun idea to do that. You know, really just putting a lot of stock into guys that you think will have a lot of value. Not just now, but in the future. So I was, you know, I'm grateful to be part of this one, and it was a lot of fun. We should we should do this every maybe six months, just based on you know first half stats, something to keep an eye on. And I'll be I'm gonna print it out all our teams and have it put on the fridge just to look at along the season. And then you guys will notice why I took Joe Mac with my third round pick. We'll we'll just keep that in mind. That was crap, bro. Yeah, in five high years, catchers. high school in, catchers, great track record. Uh, really <laughs> I know, I know. It, bro. Will Banfield was the last one. I'm pretty sure that they took as a as a catcher. Aram, it was great to have you, man. We always love to have you on here. Eli, once again, thanks for the production. And I think we will wrap it here. Uh, Eli, I don't know when the next Fish Stripes Live is going to be. I think it's Wednesday, correct? Yeah, I'm thinking Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time when Daniel Alvarez is there to defend his Jeopardy title. And uh, we'll I, try to I take him down. I want to take him down. I'll sign up. I'll sign. I didn't yeah, know there was a Google form. I'll play I'll that up. one too, boys. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. Yeah, a good I'm gonna be on that one too. I won't be hosting. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a hard one. It's gonna be maybe the the, the biggest competition we'll have because I think all of us have good knowledge of baseball. I can't wait for the history other one, man. You guys were mentioning I was walking the dog. And I can't wait for the Marlins history episode. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one for me. Yeah, I'm gonna be screwed on that one. Became fan in 2012, so. Bad year to become a fan of. Oh, great timing. Yeah, perfect timing. Yeah, we'll end it here. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, follow on all the podcasts. Um, you know, wherever you may listen to this podcast, from me, uh, Kevin, Isaac Asut, Eli Sussman, and Aram Layton, our guest. My name, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out and go fish. We got to end it off right. <laughs>